0: You are now listening to Well, Well, Manila. Well, like, oh my God! Did she just murder him? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's Masandri. <laughs> yes, Masandri.
1: Oh poor man. Ladies, serial killers
0: are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out.
1: Nothing says it's over like running over your ex.
0: It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? How big were her breasts? <laughs>
1: So at least she's leveling up in a small sense here with Villanelle since she surely did not level at all with Vlad. And then we cut to Villanelle and Carolyn going to see the tallest Man. Mm -hmm. Villanelle asks what's happened to him. While she's picking at his bandages. And yes. Carolyn says that his toes were severed and naturally inserted into his nostrils. And Villanelle's like, oh my god, how? Wow. Because she's impressed. She's curious. The man looks upset because he's looking at Villanelle react this way. And also and she's because... messing with the, the nubs. Right. She's messing with his nubs.
0: He was also not being addressed. He's like, oh, this subject, he has a name. His name is Russell. And I'm like, I don't care. I think he was most upset by her plucking with the nubs. <laughs> it was a wound. It was bandaged.
1: Need to recover. Fully she was fucking with the pendant. I was like, woo! The minute we come in the scene, she's messing with his nubs. It's rude, and she takes it off. She's like, snatches it, and he's mad. But she wants to know who did this, who's responsible for this beautiful work, <laughs> and it's clearly a woman because of the comments he's saying. But he says that this person is not a thoroughbred, like villanelle. I did not like that live because I don't know what that was supposed to mean. He and she calls didn't her like a beast. It well, because it's sexist. It's very overtly sexist, but I still couldn't quite understand. Because I'm like, is she a beast because she's unattractive in your eyes? But I really do think they mean that because she's tall. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean. All I can say is little men, figure your life out. Little men, get yeah. therapy. If we must call women who are, because we looked up Gun's height and they said five nine, I said, oh, bitch, not even six foot. And men are this pressed? I guess. I guess. And so Villanelle,
0: she knocks him out with one hit because, you know, one and done. She backhands him.
1: It's not even a knockout. Like, it's it's a slap from the other direction, which is somehow ruder than punching someone in the face. She does backhand him for the sexist comment. She's like, shut the fuck up. Carolyn calls him Billis, which of course he is. And then Villanelle asks Carolyn, what do you want from this fool? And Carolyn's like, who, why, what? Whatever. I just want to know what's going on, are his contacts, what he doing. And if you can't get any of that, or why Helen wants him dead? Just, you know, whatever you can get, bitch. <laughs> whatever you can get, bitch. Whatever, <laughs> right. whatever information you can get, I will take that information. Thank you very much. And so, Carla, you know, she excuses herself. She flees the scene. Like a proud mama. <laughs> she's like, go ahead and do your work, girl. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, you could go. And she's like, I know I could go. I'm going to leave you here and do your stuff. But have fun messing with his nubs. And it seems like, if not all of old Villanelle being back, much of the Missandri Villanelle that likes to see men suffer is back because she looks like she's gonna have fun with this dude
0: after we leave villanelle with rustum eve sifting through there were lots of photos here and she finally comes across one that has the face finally it's a match so you know good good on eve then she gets some texts
1: on her phone because we hear several buzzes and beeps and it is from Elaine. Who apparently has, uh, who has big news? She says Chloe is gone. She's got big news and is inviting Eve to rendezvous. So Eve asked if she could buy these fucking photos, and then we cut back to a villanelle in Cuba with the man and his nubs.
0: I keep saying that he was knocked out, but maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But he he looks like he's coming to to me when he when realizes. When we enter the
1: scene, he's definitely not awake. Okay. And Villanelle is just laying on his belly. Okay. And then when he does come to, he has questions about (laughs) why this woman is on his belly.
0: And I guess you know she's just you know she wants to use her imagination, but she also wants to know like how did (laughs) how did those how did those she does not want to use her imagination. She wants to be
1: told. Oh yeah. Did any of those toes make it down your nasal cavity? (laughs) Did you nearly choke on a toe, sir? Because how his nose looks like at best you get two to four toes up there. So he has ten toes. If all the toes got up there, how far did we go? How much were you unable? to breathe. And I just feel like a toe went to the back of the throat. And so I feel like Villanelle just wanted specificity about <laughs> about what happened. And he was very upset that she was asking these questions.
0: It was impressive. She just wanted to know what a bitch was doing. No, right. So he's, he's not having a good time. And there is a... The Foley is having the monitor, the machine. You hear it start to like beep with intensity as he is stressing himself out, dealing with not only Villanelle's questioning, but also her actions. Well, he does try to tell a bitch to piss off.
1: Oof. I don't know that he starts getting stressed out until she pulls out her cheese wire, because certainly he is back on his sexist chauvinist shit. No woman can intimidate me. No woman's gonna get me to drop a dime. And after he tells Villanelle to piss off, when she wants to know, well, how many toes were in there? I would just want to know who did it? Who did this to you? And he doesn't want to say nothing to Villanelle. She's like, i and I need a name. I have accessories. Oh, right. She pulls cheese- out her cheese wire. And foolishly for him, he's like, I'm not concerned. I'm happy to see the cheese wire is back. We haven't seen the cheese wire. And she was heading out to see Aaron Peel and it was taken from her.
0: How did that get in there? And
1: <laughs> she's like, So are you sure? Now that she shows her cheese wire, she's like, Are you sure you didn't get a name? And he cusses her in Russian. And she's like, I be. <laughs> and and there it was goes so quick. Right, right. It wasn't It was that quick, wow. but it was quick enough. It was quick enough. It wasn't that quick, but it was quick enough. Because she waits a beat and then she's like, Uh huh. And then she takes that finger and he's like, ah, oh, not my finger.
0: And then the finger comes up and then she's like, hmm, the right one or the left? <laughs> she's ridiculous. She's flopping that finger
1: around <laughs> around his nostril. Like, can it fit? Can it fit? I know he's traumatized at that. He's right. like, hey, because not be losing another digit. I only have so many left. And you have to think about
0: where are your pain sensors telling you ouch and wow. First it starts with his toes and then of course it goes to his nose and now he lost the finger. So now his his brain is like trying to do quick maths with like alert and danger and help. She's taunting him with his own cut
1: off finger. And he's upset by it. She's asking questions that he doesn't want to answer. She's like, boom, another finger, bitch. I got another one. He's like, ah! If you're going to kill me, just kill me already. Just kill me. She's like, "A bitch, I don't want to kill you. I want answers. I would like to know who is responsible. What are your contacts? What is the information? Instead of telling her any of this or what the woman looks like, he spits
0: Ooh. on her. Oh my he god. He
1: spits on her. And she's like, wow. Wow. Another finger. Literally immediately she's like, another fucking finger, bitch. You've now lost three, at least. Was... Are you sure? You want to keep this up? You won't even be able to masturbate by the time I'm done. And I know that is a tragedy for many a man to not be able to masturbate anymore and so he starts to think about how he only has two fingers left on the one hand which is the dominant hand that he finally speaks and says that she was tall in fact she was huge and evil which I loved because I'm like okay <laughs> evil I feel like Villanelle is intrigued by this information about this woman she also asks about his 12 contacts and he has no spirit left whatsoever she has removed all of the sexes drawn from him Right. he says he doesn't have a name just a place and he gives that shit up it is El Hombre de los, de los Caros, caros and that means in English the man with two faces which probably means something about laws mm. do I care about that something y'all no but there it is the English translation after that Villanelle kills him Yep, he takes a yep. pointy thing puts it into his chest right where the heart is and she pushes down really hard and the best part about that is that she seems to enjoy herself she yeah, watches
0: the life drain she sure does she's like if we have not seen a watch the life drain side of Villanelle from our perspective in, in some time and yes. Yeah, The scene ends with an overhead shot. You can see the pool of blood. And we are back with Constantine. He is... He's, you know, At a restaurant he, of he's, some a, kind. he's eating. Mine and his. One of his phones ring. Guessing it's the. It's Pam. It's right. It's it's Pam. Pam and says she's, it's her. She's like, it's me. It's Pam. It I'm is, in trouble. Uh, come help me. I, I was attacked. Says she was mugged. <laughs> I was
1: mugged. Took uh, her keys and her money, and that she probably needs to go to hospital. And I knew that bitch was lying. I said, you Pam, ain't no way, ain't no way, Pam. They got your money, your keys, and you gotta go to the hospital. Ain't no way, bitch. But Constantin is a fool, and he does not know that Pam is playing game to get him back for being a bitch earlier. In a day so he goes down to the pier all by himself no one else is at the pier and I immediately the minute I saw that nobody else was there I was like watch Constantine end up in the sea watch <laughs> Pam appear out of nowhere and push him into the sea and sure enough that's what and we got. that's get. what she did what yep. she runs in pushes that bitch ah! into the water <laughs> he flies I cannot believe that was Constantine this whole time from the trailer just flailing in the water and Pam just watches that bitch flail mm-hmm. she's like can you swim bro like dead man float do you need a floatie <laughs> Constantine eventually gets out of the water yeah he does out of the water he starts laughing he's smiling he's doing his constant laugh and she's like don't underestimate me and I was she like, looks fed ah, ah, the fuck up and ah, good girl she had a fun day at the carnival and she was like don't fucking test me constantin and constantin's like oh oh, oh, oh now we're getting somewhere and it's like is this is this your plan Constantine? is this how you train sir Ah, oh,
0: it needs improvements it really does need improvements. no it does so we get another title card you said the translation was the man uh,
1: man with two faces Cece
0: and it is Carolyn Villanelle I made note I was like hmm Oh no, she looks good. Yeah, it's definitely a better
1: look for me than the previous outfit, which was giving like
0: midwestern
1: auntie visiting the Bahamas <laughs> for the first time. I'm here to Benefited get my from a Macy's back. sale. It's rude. It's rude what I just thought, but also it just it didn't fit Villanelle's age, like or just what she usually does. It's Cuba. It's the summer. Oh yeah. What are we doing? First of all, it's hot as fuck, and that's yes. how you know they're not actually in Cuba because the way a bitch's brow would have been moist. The way Carolyn would be like, pants, not mijo, not today. But I do agree that this was a better outfit. It just, it felt more villanelle, felt more couture. Just, it wasn't the stripes. It wasn't the stripes. Wish the stripes had me down bad. And
0: she's out of the sandals, so... Yay. Yeah. Little, and, little <laughs> celebrations, yeah. And so they're looking around, and Villanelle's like, you know, I sure wish we knew what we were, like, looking for. Carol's like, we know if we know, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't right. know what to tell you. When I know it, I will know it. And so, to, you know, pass some time, they decide to play a game of truth or dare. They, Villanelle. Well, it's Villanelle. Carolyn yes.
1: complies, because she's out here to comply with Villanelle to get what and she so wants. so she
0: asks first. She's like, truth or dare? Villanelle's like, truth? And she says, did you really... Are you really up on again, Christian? And she's like, Villanelle's like, how do you know everything? Carolyn has all the files.
1: <laughs> but also, I don't know how Villanelle is actually surprised by this. You were sending periodicals, like notices, mm-hmm. about your upcoming baptism in the basic mail. Carolyn has been intercepting <laughs> Eve's mail for quite some time. I don't know why you thought it was a secret, bitch. Surely, it couldn't have been when you were on the website. So I get what they're doing here. Carolyn is a bitch that has all the information, but at the same time, Villanelle, it's not as if it was a secret. No, right.
0: Oh, whole cloister knew of you <laughs> so of course she's like yeah it's true yeah and so she's like truth or dare carol's like she truth? says
1: god is good don't leave that out she gives the girl scout or boy scout right. salute and like, says god mm. is good i'm sure somebody somewhere is offended but
0: the way that i don't care remains the same true and then she says to carol the truth or dare carol says truth and she says it true that your father daddy did your daddy <laughs> that your
1: daddy was had a, a... pishon. Was a gay spy. <laughs> penchant for the penis. And
0: Yeah, Carol's like, yeah, it's true that he did have the part. I guess palm. she says
1: sexy gay spy,
0: which. Mm. <laughs> well, what what Not me being sexy in shady and not even I know. mean, I, I'm what? not well versed.
1: And when Carolyn answers this question about her daddy having a penchant for the penis, it is a callback to episode one, series two, Emerald Fennell's season series. You guys know from the episode, Do You Want to Know How to Dispose of a Body? And it's when Carolyn meets Eve in the park. Initially, and of course, Eve is still swirling off of her nonsense <laughs> and stabbing Villanelle in the abdomen. So, when Eve comes up to her in the park, you guys might remember there's a little child sitting with her. Yeah. That child does not know Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn does not know said child. She shoes the child off at the beginning of that scene. And then she tells Eve a little story about how her father used to come to this park all the time for the men's bathing ponds, which she points to over yonder and says it was very popular in the 50s with spies, especially men or boys, is the word she uses, who were looking to have a sensitive conversation and also of course sex which her daddy loved because uh, it would have been an added bonus for him Lauda said the way I'm going to skip Suzanne's season and pull a random gay Snapple fact from series 2 is what she did and she brought it all back for anyone who might have forgotten that Carolyn's daddy had a penchant to quote both Carolyn
0: and Villanelle
1: <laughs> full the nails."
0: Hmm. Right. And she's like, Ponchon. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Ponchon. <laughs> Ponchon. <laughs> Sorry. And so it's true. Sorry and... to all the French listeners. <laughs> and then she's like, Truth or Dare again. And Velno says Truth. And so Carol was like, Oh, you know, since we're digging into crates. <laughs> uh, what is it about Eve Pilastri that excites you? We're not
1: digging into craze. This is today news. Well, I, I feel mean, like well, digging yeah, into craze is news. like, if you weren't just sent to jail. Well, But the well, way a bitch just well, got out of jail. Because well. of
0: Eve, it's is today's <laughs> news. It's today's news. And then so she puts on these glasses. and She's like, well, according to my therapist. Oh, like, oh you got a therapist now, Villanelle? According to my therapist. I just like the power that I have over her. And Carolyn's like, well, isn't that true? And was like, well, it's not not true. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, uh, she doesn't say it's
1: her therapist. She says she met a therapist. And I'm mm-hmm. quite sure Carolyn is aware with therapist she met because I'm sure mom has sent everyone emails and memos and CC'd them all about how he keeps being exposed to serial killers he didn't ask to be exposed to. So Carolyn definitely knows about that.
0: Carolyn says, I think she says something along the lines of you pay your therapist money just to have them repeat their questions, your questions right back at them. And then Villanelle's like, yeah, I know, right? I said the same thing. And it is now Carolyn's turn to either do truth or dare. And while this is happening, this... Well, Carolyn says dare first. Yes. But before
1: Villanelle can introduce a dare, there's a man in a pink suit, salmon suit on the stairs. It's very clear that this is dimpled, old dimpled man from the photos. Both he and Carolyn appear to recognize each other. Comes down the stairs because I guess just passing them is what he should do and I'm like Villanelle how come you tripped this man why didn't Carolyn trip this man since he was right there that's, that's not question. what happens Carolyn's like I thought you were dead he says nothing it's the way I was he runs
0: is, does he give you like sting it doesn't matter
1: but like it I... truly doesn't matter he gives me old dude
0: okay so right he was like with a mini entourage or maybe they were just all heading in the same direction we were about the cascade up a flight of stairs but once eyes were locked with Carolyn's we get some background music coming. Coming and he slowly starts to make his way back out the way he came as Carolyn meeting his gaze says I thought you were dead and then he does a mad dash away. Was that the way he
1: came? Because he came from the other side of the room which is why I do not understand why he exited that way. He was moving up the stairs and then he comes forward to pass Carolyn and Villanelle. That's why I said why didn't y'all trip him or do something because if he passed them that way we would have seen him in the pink suit. He came from the other like if the shape is a T. He came Uh, from the point of the T and they were down the longer part and so I don't know why he chose to go past them but that is what he did. Seems like there's better ways to escape. (laughs) And perhaps he knew that Villanelle wasn't interested in giving chase because she neither has health insurance or any paycheck. From Carolyn, she asked Carolyn, you want me to chase that hoe? She's like, yeah, chase that bitch. But the way Villanelle gets (laughs) to the staircase after a chase and she She looks "Mm." at the jaunty jump and she's like, not my knees, Right, I'm good. Mm -hmm." (laughs) I did a lot of labor for the cloister and the vicar and the way that I'm not interested. And jumping, harming my knee, tearing, ACL, pulling something on her leg. She wasn't... It's probably because Carolyn did not give her any money that she was not trying to do all of that. But I thought it was funny because she was like, I could, but...
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and Lars gets away. He does. And In my head, I had to shout you out because the way how I was trying to call... The Ducati that Eve had in episode one, a motorbike when when Lars is escaping on a scooter, on a scooter, right, right. It's not the same horsepower. It's not the. They're not even close. No, right. I'm
1: insulted on behalf of anyone, including myself, who's ever ridden a motorcycle that you would dare compare that scoot scoot that Lars was on to (laughs) a fucking Ducati. Right. Right.
0: It sounds like I see that there is a wide berth. There's a range of different types of vehicles that have motors that are two wheels. These are not in the same class. So it took this scene and, of course, the shot of him, you know, escaping throughout Havana or, well, the shot of the streets. He had a clear pathway to just kind of vroom vroom out of as we leave this scene. And I was like, hmm. Hey, that street was, that street looked like it could be in fucking Prague. I said, what fucking
1: street <laughs> is this? I know it's a British street. And you know what wilded me out about that? And I know it's Rona and people going to do so much, but I was like, the way, like, just lines, things hanging out your window has a vice grip. On certain islands, like, that's fucking Cuba. The way not a single flag or tea or washcloth was hanging on the balcony of anything, no, I said, y'all clothes lines? It. No? You none? missed (laughs) if you look at the streets In certain islands, like there's stuff hanging out there, but yeah, I could
0: have paid like three neighbors just to have one line. No, they could only pay three extras.
1: Those are the extras we saw on the street. (laughs) I said Cuban streets are surely packed. They said it's Rona, Candice. We have six,
0: and they are spread
1: across this mile. Wow, and they don't even look, (laughs) but we're gonna put them in this scene, bitch, because we have to. So wow, it's not all shade for the Cuba location. I do believe that the room that they designed, that Villanelle and Carolyn and Benita spend most of the time in, as well as the room that Toes Dude or Dude Missing His Toes is in is very much Cuban. Inspired because it has like an aged uh, paint look and things, uh, the aesthetic pastel aesthetic which fits in, and like the bright lights, the sun coming in. It gave very much like, okay, we're in some place sunny where the decor is older, not super specific, so as to not get too ridiculous, but like you got the vintage island vibes. It's just that when you went to the exteriors, the exteriors, and also the the place they were in, it's like, "Mm." (laughs) right,
0: right, SMH is what I'll say. Right, well, but also I said, where to Foley in
1: jail, Villanelles. in jail she's in jail because there's cop cars out there but she is in such a silent place that I said where do you get to meditate in jail where do you say send me to jail so I can have peace and quiet well, jail right, is, loud. Like,
0: is loud leave us it's loud
1: they said now we're
0: villainellas so after we leave this shot we are with Eve who finally shows up because, We're back know, to Eve and Ellen. She She's showing up because she got a text. There was supposed to be big news. And so she's she showing up for the news. And as soon as she arrives, oh, Eve, I, I was just about to get-
1: Skirt, pause. Because the way Terrence goes over the fact that she just jaunts into a bitch house is something I need to stop for. Because this was very much giving Eve jaunting into Villanelle at the safe house in series two. Because we do not see Ellen by a buzz. A door, a buzz, saying buzz. We do not see a door person saying, I'm letting you and Eve Palastri the way Eve just opens the door and comes in like it's her own fucking place must be acknowledged. And she's been here twice at best <laughs> and the second time she's over here it's like she fucking lives here. And so I don't like the energy I don't like that Ellen was in her lingerie which okay strike for me I guess since I said some snack or two ago that it's possible Ellen will be in a lingerie. It does look like Hélène is in this lingerie. So does that mean Villanelle will be in the lingerie later? Probably not. I would guess not but maybe she will be I have no idea. But she was chilling. Oh, so I she said was. you either left your door unlocked or very specific, like arrangements for Eve Flashy. Maybe you got one of them coded doors, and you put a temporary code. The thing is, she just jaunted the fuck in there to find you in your lingerie, like you were somehow surprised and shocked. And then, oh, I was just about to have a bath. What hmm. we doing, Alen? <laughs> what are we doing, Elen. What are we doing? A sketch, Ugh. sketch, queer behavior. I what mean, I'm gonna say, well, oh, yes. Candice come over. I come over. I was about to get in a bath, girl.
0: It's the way that you so can time this the bath better, with you? right? Because
1: why did you tell me to come over here when you're about to get in the bath and you're in your lingerie? All right, Sappho's best which is what I call lingerie, and that's <laughs> that's what happens. I just had to note that Eve was drawn into another woman's place like it was hers, and it certainly was not hers.
0: No, and it's tough note, and it's the way Eve was literally here because she was told to come, and that there would be news, and then the news is, oh well, you I'm know, about to bath. Right, right, I'm about to. You don't right, know anything right, about that, right? Because right, right. you don't bathe. <laughs> And he was like,
1: No, I don't bathe anymore. (laughs) She was like, Oh, you know, pour yourself a drink, you know, I I
0: won't be long. And he was really like, Well, Eve kinda rolls her eyes. Right.
1: Because I feel like she gets that this is a seduction game that they've been going back and forth with, and Elena's clearly made an invitation. I don't know why you say those things unless you're inviting someone to come watch you bathe or join you bathe, or at least leveling up to be like, Can you? Do you have the confidence? Do you have the presence of mind? Come into this bathroom and level up with Sappho. And it seems like after Eve spends some beats thinking about it, she decides that she does. She enters that bathroom. But before she enters the bathroom, she's in Ellen's master suite, whatever the fuck, giant room she's in, looking at a bitch pictures. And I'm like, ellen what is what is this? <laughs> like, Eve is literally in your home looking at your pictures of your family. Like, what is this? If these aren't the insert photos that you get from Walmart or oh, whatever, right. just like the photos, stock right. photos, Getty Image bullshit, like, what are we doing, ellen what are we doing right? It was weird. It it was It just lens seems very foolish. Or maybe she's really arrogant, because what do you call that? When you have a dangerous, unhinged, misandrist individual like Eve, and then you're like, here's my child, here's my mother-in-law, or my mother. Like whoever that woman was that she was with, here's information, here's where my kid goes to school. Like, I just I don't get it. I don't
0: know why she had all that shit exposed, but it was exposed. And as Eve was, you know, doing her her nosy tour, it made me think of villanelle's nosy tour when she was in um the Peel's house. But but Aaron was like you know what you missed the, the 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 loo was over there you missed the toilet he like appeared when bookshelves opened up was like no your solo tour is done if you need to pee it's over there and then close the bookshelf back up but he was like
1: he had w- stuff to hide i don't think elaine has anything to hide he's not from eve not at this point because she doesn't seem to be hiding a damn thing
0: uh, oh well we finally get into the bathroom the lady read got her razor out so what did i write she's I wrote, bathing i wrote her solo scrub wait I said her solo scrub free soak and shave, <laughs> and I was like, okay. And of course, Eve was like,
1: you know. She says, "You want to play? I'll play." Right. Well, she I didn't like, forget that Just line. about
0: right. But no, no. before
1: she's in to play the game. No, the level of Sappho leveled up the minute Alen says, "I'm about to take a bath." She leaves, and she leaves that bitch to contemplate the way that she just leveled up. When Eve comes in, that is her saying you want to play i'll play that's why she says it straight away she's like okay bitch you thought i wasn't gonna come in here you thought i was just gonna leave Thought i was gonna text you later and be like i don't feel comfortable i'm not ready she goes in there and she lets a bitch know she's gonna play and Ellen looks a little surprised like she didn't expect eve to come to the bath and then she takes the razor and starts shaving a bitch wrong shaving it in the wrong direction without <laughs> any <laughs> lubricant or anything just giving that bitch razor bumps i was like you know what go ahead cut that bitch leg up <laughs> eve don't shave her correctly if you're gonna shave anybody correctly shave so I'm not even mad that Eve went in there like a fool. Shaving in the wrong direction. Dry as fuck. That's why I was like, okay, y'all took the razor out the thing because, hey, no way. Right. I actually would have enjoyed something funny like that. Eve with the first swipe and Lady Red like, ah! Because <laughs> she cut that bitch. <laughs> she's ridiculous. like, oops. And then they could have got even more ridiculous. They could have gone back to the vampiric bullshit that Ellen was doing. Eve was like, I don't know, blood play. But they didn't do that. So the fact that Eve was basically dry shaving in the opposite direction. But there was no cuts in Nicks.
0: All right. Killing Eve science. And so she asks her, you know, why she does what she does. You know, what is this, like, army that she's recruiting of, like, fembots? Like, you look for these disenfranchised girls and you transform them. And then for what? And at first she's lost about fembots and Eve says pew pew because it made me think of of course all the powers because we but she basically is like that she doesn't like weak women so I guess this she considers what she's doing is like ultimately a service mm, for maybe
1: I think she was deflecting but that's just my own personal thought you really think that Elaine thinks she's doing something good for the world by working for the 12 I do not believe that for a second personally I do not believe it I do not think that she likes weak women there are certainly women out there like that who detest seeing weakness in others but I think that's a deflection I think Eve is trying Trying to find out, who do you work for? Why do you do this? And Ellen beats around the bush. Like she likes to do to be like, oh, well, how about I don't answer your question? And I deflect to this other thing about weak women. Which is why I think after that, Eve is like, okay, well, who do
0: you work for? And she's like, girl, mm.
1: deflection again, because she doesn't give
0: her an answer. And at this point, Eve is done with, well, we won't say that she finished the leg, but she's done with the one leg. She's not going to try to shave the other leg. The razor is now
1: dropped. When Eve tries to push further about her job and why she does it, Ellen also adds that she takes them from their sorry little lives and gives them power. And then Eve follows that by asking, who's it all for? because surely it's not for you. You're not the head of the 12. So you're not just some bad, misandrous bitch saying, Mm. I want to empower women. Which is why I think it was a deflection. Because that was a deflection to say, oh, I don't like weak bitches. And I make sure that there are no weak bitches around me. And Eva's like, okay, Mm. but for who? Because if it's not for a bitch at the top, what are we saying? And Elena's like, excuse me! I will deflect again about this because I actually cannot tell you about who I work for because I actually don't know. I think that's the answer. That Elena doesn't actually know who she works for. Maybe she does. But I don't know that she's at the top, which is potentially why she is doing her little torturous search of 12 members to find out who's at the top for whatever reason. And then, then Eve starts unbuttoning her shirt. And I was shooketh, y'all. I was very scared. Those of you in the live, you saw me. I was scared. I was trembling. I thought the smash was literally about to happen and that I would not return to the studio.
0: And it's the way that they said hard cut and no music. They stopped the music and did a hard cut and we get both of them and they are in this tub. We may not have described this tub yet. Vintage. Right.
1: Silver potentially aluminum Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. i don't know aluminum would be cold but if it's a vintage old tub then that that could be like one of those antique things and it certainly looked antique it looked like elaine has expensive taste which is like girl you need to get one of the more modern tubs that can heat up the ceramic instead of like be expensive but be expensive with technology and then maybe you could have a sapphic jaw in your fucking tub without getting squished because that's where we are we are in this fucking tub
0: and it's tight as hell there's squeaking sounds right he, he lifts up, you know, on the side, and it's like, oh, I sat on a, a mermaid. It was the mermaid in I the think tongue. the mermaid moved. <laughs> I think the mermaid
1: was once under Alain. And because it's so tight and they're trying to shift the mermaid. Curts! That was part of the squeak. It ends up underneath Eve. And she's like, ow, what's that? <laughs> Not this mermaid.
0: And she's like, sorry. Then, the way she throws it. All of the jaunt that was in before this hard cut where everybody was on there. Let's see what this is about. Show me what you got. No, show me what you got. All of a sudden it turns into, well, this is awkward. Yes, this is awkward. And I was like, mm, here we are. And it was like, could you, could you. I thought
1: it you? went from like decidedly, potentially sexy to depending on who's watching it, not me, because I was upset, but to unsexy which is the awkwardness and that is just the reality of trying to do anything, any kind of sexual shenanigan in a very small space, like a vintage tub for anyone who may have tried. It is uncomfortable. It does not work. And if you're in there with your partner, it leads to laughter and potentially a bruise or an injury because yes. someone has fallen. Yes. Someone has slipped. Someone says, ow, my elbow. And then you realize, like having sex on the beach, that that is for the movies.
0: Right. That is
1: for TV. If you want sand in your nevers and no. that's what you want to experience, I, I, I have sex on a beach. Mm. Otherwise, have sex in a bungalow so that it's on the beach but not on the beach you know it's compromises it's like reaching the mile high club it's uncomfortable there's not much space in that bathroom so if you get in there not only must you be horny as hell so you can get past all the other bullshit same as the tub and i do not believe that Ellen or eve was horny as hell because they were both too busy playing games and thank god because the way i did not want to smash y'all already know last episode i was screaming i said please please lilith do not give me the smash <laughs> and i was sure that kaylee said here we go Candace here we go we go into the smash but no we went to the tub the tub was tight
0: It was. To the point where they They just stared at each other. (laughs) They did. But
1: let's not overlook the fact they saw each other naked. So there's something to be said about this awkward scene. But of those things to be said, nudity. Right. Nudity and staring at each other for at least five minutes before we decide, okay, so none of us is going to level up our sapphic jaunt because there's no space. I can't even move my knee. How about we don't? How about we get out of (laughs) here? And then the worst part of the episode actually happens because far worse than bathing with a bitch is eating. Right. With a bitch. Netflix and chilling. I have some With a bitch. Right. And some comfy jammy. Because there's so many levels to this because this is what you have to consider. People upset about the tub. I said, okay, but what happened with the other time jump? Once again, we get a time jump in Killing Eve. And the time jump says, how did y'all get out the tub? What was the content of that arrangement? Did we both get out at the same time? Were we just looking at each other's bodies? Glistening? Did we help each other dry off? What is Ellen doing? Because the way she puts her hands on Eve all the time. I said, so were you like, here, Eve, let me dry you off. What was happening? What was the content of the shit? Did they moisturize each other? Or did they not use lotion? It's possible. But what I'm saying is there was a transition.
0: No, there from was- giant bathroom yep to the suit watch soup. a reality tv comfortable clothes right clothes
1: that eve was not in and her hair was dry. So I said, did we dry each other's hair, girls? Did we use the blow dryer? How much time was spent with Ellen and Eve before we see them Netflix and chilling to a goddamn reality
0: show? Eating I'm like, so upset, y'all. Was it Marathoner, like Top Chef or something? It was some
1: show. It don't even matter. It don't. I don't watch any of those cooking shows, so I couldn't tell you, but I bet you it was Top Chef or that guy who insults everybody, who just insults people. I don't know what he is. That guy. He's blonde. And he's no, always yeah, like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. your food is horrible. I, about, yeah. I feel like his show's still on. I don't know. I just have questions. And Kaylee, Laura, will you answer what happened in between the bathroom? Because the way this is like Forest of Dean, I just simply mean this is missing you leave hours. two sapphic no, bitches yeah. and there's missing hours, clothes are changed, hair is different. It takes time. Like a woman gets out the shower, she got to dry her hair. We were dealing with two bitches that had to dry their hair, and mm-hmm. I just would like to know how Eve's beautiful locks returned uh-huh. to be dry mm-hmm. when a bitch was surely in a tub. <sighs> anyway, I think I'm done with my rant. I just needed to No, but it was pointed out. No. Yeah. Because you were like, oh, I sent it out. No. How did we get here? How did we get here, Terrence? You don't have answers. I don't. I, but it I is don't. true that Elaine has seen more of Eve's naked boldy than Villanelle. In and I am yeah. not okay. I said it takes Elaine four episodes to get a smooch. Elen four episodes to get the forwards and backwards of the nudity of Eve Blastry. Four episodes?
0: It would have been Before less. Eve is mounted If her daughter wasn't, if Chloe wasn't... No, it, Chloe would
1: have been less. They right. absolutely would have got up to the, right. I was about to say, the stabby stabby and the fucky fucky, but that's what I mean. At no, the same but time. Yeah, at the same time. Chloe no, would have yeah. walked in on a crime scene like... <gasps> Mid throws. Why is there blood everywhere, mom? <laughs> When a girl and a girl like each other very much. <laughs> and they also are on the masandric jaunt. Sometimes they involve weapons in their mm-hmm, foreplay.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they splice after the offer for soup is accepted by Eve. They splice in between before they show us them. Comfy in the jammies. Carolyn and Villanelle back in the safe house. And That's right. Back at Cuba. Yeah. And Villanelle, you know, she she, she wants to know who... Uh, who is that? Who was that man? Who's that man? There's no flame? And-
1: <laughs> You know, there's no <laughs> motherfucker I used to fuck every now and again. Mm. You know how it is. And I'm sure was like, I do, girl. I know how it is. <laughs> I wants to know if he's in a 12. And I feel like Carolyn gives a nondescript answer here. I don't know what you think about it, but it wasn't exactly a nod. It was just kind of like some sort of acknowledgement that you said that, and yeah. I'm not actually going to give you an answer. I'm just no, right. going to say, oh.
0: Something around like she's about to, she needs to, she's going to skip town, or she's she needs to... Oh no,
1: she says something like, whether that's a nod or, or not, she adds that unfortunately She's allowed him to go to ground, so she just kind of does movements for her body, and she's like, "Well, I've just allowed him to go to ground," and so upset that he can now go yeah, hide. It sucks, but yeah. she doesn't actually answer Villanelle's question oh, yeah. straight up. And then she says that she's got to make tracks to Berlin and that Villanelle could totes come if she wants to, Fy Izzy. But Villanelle reminds her that she never
0: gave her a dare for her to do and she needs to do that shit. Oh, and of course, when it is mentioned, Carolyn's like, go ahead, girl. What's the dare? What do you want me to do? <laughs> and she's like, "I'll oh, play air guitar. And she's like, but that's that's pointless. And Villanelle's like, but that's point." Of dares. dares. The dares are, are pointless. They're all so pointless. Let's, a, let's go. So be do it. <sighs> so Carolyn resigns to do the air guitar, and at first it's like I don't want to say ukulele. Like as far as like the level, it's of, very tame. Pretty yeah, basic. it's right. And Villanelle compares
1: is, it to stroking a tiny gerbil. Which right. Is probably she's like,
0: I need more. And so you know, it, it gets slightly more animated. But she's like, no, bigger, more. <laughs> then finally, Carolyn lets it rip, and we get the guitar sound effect. And at first, I was like, oh, is this like a hook? Where <sighs> if you. Imagine You could really hear the sounds that's being played. Hannah's pointed out that the neck was a little too far extended for Carolyn and for some of the guitar solo, but it was still... uh, Yeah,
1: there was no guitar with a neck like that. (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn was playing, but whatever. It's a ridiculous scene. Carolyn calls it as such when she's done. She's like, ridiculous. (laughs) And I would have to agree with Carolyn. And she's like, well, goodbye, Villanelle. Be good. Be good, right. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Carolyn, you know, that's a wash asking her to do that. And before she goes, Villanelle apologizes for trying to kill her. Her. Right. Carolyn shrugs, like, whatever, bitch. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, it's the job. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. She just, she was like, whatever. Who even knows <laughs> what was behind that, whatever, but she let Villa know, whatever. Carolyn's an the OG. The phone for real. is starting to ring. And it is. Oh, no. She changes rooms. Oh, okay. Carolyn goes off to pack, I guess, because
0: she's Audi, like she already said, to Berlin. And then the phone rings. And the phone rings, and we see that it's Vlad, according to the ID. And Carolyn's just letting it ring because, of course, she's like amassing everything that she's literally experienced. What has Carolyn learned? She learned that she told Vlad that she was going to Cuba. And somebody was sent from the 12 to knock out Carolyn.
1: Well, I don't even know if it's just telling Vlad. They plotted it together. Carolyn could not have had the information that would want to send her to Cuba without Vlad telling her things at the barbecue. He says, hey, we got a bitch over her. Instead of her being like, oh, okay, fuck Scotland. Let me go over here with actions at Cuba. So I do definitely think that she suspects Vlad because Vlad was the primary point of contact that knew she was going to Cuba. But since Vlad apparently works with a bunch of other people and had motherfuckers stationed in Cuba and didn't know what was going on with this dude who lost his toes. That perhaps she's thinking, if not Vlad directly, cannot trust Vlad's circle. Yeah, because who the fuck else knew I was here? Right.
0: And the only other thing that call could have been is what happened to uh, my asset because you know he did flatline <laughs> and and he did flatline. so I like Ellen got him. <laughs> right like you she know got she got there you know it was the it was the lack of toes probably right right whatever it was but instead of you know entertaining that phone call in that moment. Carolyn says, you know what? I am done with this. And she tosses her phone in in water that would have been sufficient to Destroy a phone. It, uh, ages ago. Oh, I pointed ago. that out on the live.
1: Yeah. Depends on the manufacturer, but... Certainly smartphones now can be dropped in a pool or swam with, whatever, and they will not go. So the fact that it stopped ringing in the water, I said no. The way that that phone <laughs> would have kept ringing in that little cup of water, but whatever. You guys can't see, but I just did the gay hand move. killing you, science! <laughs> Moving the fuck on. And, and we, we are back. We are to the, the second to last scene of this fucking show, which is Eve and Ellen watching reality TV. And once again... I say, Killing Eve, how long has this been happening? You give us no indication of time. It could be an hour, it could be two. Like, did they watch more than one episode? Were they binging? Which is why I said, Netflix and show, because why is there context? Oh, this guy's going to win. Like, what? 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 talking to each other about who's gonna win the competition. Right, how many hours They've been hanging out.
0: Right, how many hours of this hanging been out talking. occurred? Because, and if they were They've talking They've seen each other naked. None of the talking was about the news. So it was like, you, y'all you really uh are... You don't need to talk about the news.
1: Especially if you're not in a rush. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could talk about anything with anybody at any time. Unless you're like, oh, time is up. Let's talk about it right now. They were chilling.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: spent an afternoon and evening together and I am still not over it. And I don't think I will ever get over it because I'm convinced they helped dry other's hair and i just what did villano do to deserve this eve balastri like i know what i've said in the snacks about her cloister behavior but this is inflammatory this is wrong and i guess this is why you kind of deserve how you get fucked up by ellen in the next things that are coming but then but then you do things at the end of this scene eve that don't make sense to me you do them and <sighs> it is distressing <sighs> but you do them so yeah we see these hosts in some comfortable wear mm-hmm. some wear. And there's some banter, right, as we said about the reality show. And then Elen is like, all right, I have been on neutral this entire time since we got out of the shower because you did shock me a little bit with your bad shaving and your, your jauntiness. I saw your boobs. And I was a little taken out <laughs> by the boobage. But now that I'm resettled, <laughs> let me tell you what I know. By the way, your girl, Villanelle, remember her? Remember that? I got her out. She's free. Eve's face. I thought you wanted to know. I thought you would want to know. Eve's face. And Eve said, and the way she was looking so self confident so self assured like she had everything figured the fuck out like everything was trending up sunny like what we said everything's going so well no right like Milan Rouge just to had his bitch be like so I got your girl out and the look like the cheese no, right, on right. Helen's face she was enjoying every second of it and I feel like she was like let me let you get comfortable in my spot let me let you think like you have the upper hand and then I'm gonna just after we watch our fifth episode of this, of this <laughs> reality show and you really go uncomfortable, comfortable I'm gonna spring it on you. And she does. And even shooketh. Yes. She is shaken. Yes. And not stood. <laughs> She did not see this coming. Her equilibrium is all messed up. Looks like she's instantaneously drunk. Like, if you were to stand a leaf plastery up, she would fall right the fuck back down. No, Because yes. her knees would buckle. And Elen is just drinking it all in, happy. And I actually thought this is when she would attack Elen. Like, I wanted her to, like, to square up. And the way she doesn't square up, Terrence, the way she does something else, ultimately.
0: Yeah, she... It's very uh, disturbing. We get a speech here from the Lady in Red, basically talking about passion and how it's not what you know most people think it is did she take a poll how does she know what most people think passion is we surveyed a hundred suffix family (laughs)
1: feud (laughs) what do they think of passion sex
0: that's the number two that's number two and uh, the number one answer after three red x's
1: excitement
0: no (laughs) right after three red x's the number one answer that the audience picked was suffering and eve is still she's she was
1: wrong up, like, I would say she was right up until the last line she says, because it's like, well, okay, indiscriminately, because I do not think that everyone thinks passion is sex. I, I think people have a whole lot of definitions for passion, right. and sex is sex. Like, it's straight to the point. I don't know if that's what we mean, especially when the hats are living in the get out of orgasms, and that's... Uh, you know, you can't exactly connect the two passion and sex because that makes it seem like they're mutually exclusive versus in tandem. And well, all we have to do is survey the 89% and ask them about the passion and if it coincides with sex. But I guess Alain is not interviewed a bunch of hats. She interviewed the sapphics only, as lower. you said, for her survey. And she decides to tell this little mini monologue to Eve. She adds, after all that, that's what you like about Villanelle, isn't it? Isn't it? And I was like, girl, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Out. And she tells Eve, you love this, don't you? love don't this, you? don't you? It delights, it delights you. you. And it's like, okay, all right, let's break it down, Lady in Red, because I don't know if you know what the fuck you are chat about. Because does she love the sapphic shenanigans? Absolutely. Does she love the chaos? Absolutely. Does she love the murder jaunt? Yes. But everything else you're saying, I don't know that you know what the fuck you're talking about, ma'am, because you were speaking out of turn about both Villanelle and Eve. And I need someone to humble the Lady in Red. I'm back! I need Eve to humble the lady in red. And I don't know how she's going to do it when she just got humbled herself, but I need it to happen.
0: I was about to do a side tangent jaunt about how there's head programming with a bunch of—I was about to say—suffering, but passionate yearning, longing, like the Shonda Rhimes show with know. with the with the actor talking about "I burn for you" and all the women watching. Huh? And it's it's supposedly one of the the only the Shonda top... Rhimes
1: show I know is Grey's Anatomy.
0: Uh, so I couldn't tell you. Burlington. Oh, I don't Got watch it. that. We don't, don't watch, watch this- it, we, but I, we saw you a You made a bagel
1: yourself for a pretty reggae. I will never go there, Saw ever. a
0: poll about shows with like, like raunchy shows. Like it was like normal I, people. You're talking about the
1: article that I googled about the most provocative heterosexual right. shows. So those were shows with sex, right. provocative sex scenes, and Bridgerton was indeed on there. So what is the point you're trying to make about Bridgerton?
0: Oh, that uh, for those who are non-sapphically inclined, that there would be all of these interpretations of passion that is like inveigled in vague the media, where it's a bunch of longing, where there's a bunch of like, it's not always. Provocative. I was just speaking more to the other interpretations that the lady rep was kind of like well, musing through when she was talking to the... The oldest
1: interpretation one could argue because I'd be like she was talking about the passion of the Christ. I believe it is certainly still a part of the definition with a capital P and that being the torture and death that Jesus suffered between the Last Supper and the crucifixion. That's why I'm like, but that's an old concept. It's as old as Christianity itself. So I guess. But then with all the discussions that have been had about desire and wanting and the brain and how it works and how passion and pleasure all wrapped up in the same places that I just feel like the lady in red wasn't saying anything brand new. It was no new concept that she was introducing to Eve. Oh, people think passion is sex, but it also means to suffer. Yeah, girl. Like, that's (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Eve Pilastri's a learned bitch. And she should have told Elaine, girl, you're not saying nothing. But I hope the look that she was conveying and later when she was like, you have no idea. I hope she was trying to say, you actually have no idea. Like you think you right. understand what's happening with me and Villanelle, but you barely have the corner, the edge, the flair of what we're doing because you can't possibly understand. And I do believe that they think the two of them together are the only ones that can truly understand each other and what exactly is happening there. Because of course, Carolyn thinks she gets it. She doesn't really get it. Elen
0: thinks she gets it. She doesn't really get it. It's the fact that we see the them asking each other about it and it's like well if you gotta ask them of course you don't know of course you don't understand so when Eve says you know you like this don't you you love this it delights you the lady red turns it around and she's like no this delights you Eve. but she wasn't lying I mean
1: <laughs> they both were dragging each other in that moment because Eve it surely delights you to be inveigled in these shenanigans you love it you feed off of it She can see you, you're exposed. And you were like, no, you, you like it. And you guys were clearly just naked a few hours ago. So how much more exposed can we get, ladies? How much more? And she adds on top of it, this is what you want. Flashback to series two, (laughs) episode eight, this is what you wanted, this is what you wanted. And I hope Eve was having a flashback. She was like, "Oh, not the ruins. Her fucking back probably hurt or wherever that scar is. And I can only assume that it was this jaunty reminder of Villanelle and all the O's she didn't have and all that passion that is also wrapped up and suffering and pain and other things Eve Palastri likes to experience because she she starts to do stuff. Ellen And I was scared. I said, what's this? Are we moving over? Are we scooting over? Are we applying a hand
0: are we, are to a we, cheek? We, we are. You said cheek
1: cup and I, I wanted to attack you. you. I nearly threw you out. I you said, it's said not cheek cup. I said it's a cheek grab. Right. It was aggressive. Cheek cup revealing now. It's soft. I'm just holding you here.
0: This was a grab. It was like,
1: you guys can see what I'm so, doing with my so hand, but it was like a look at me.
0: It was a cheek like you said cheek cup adjacent during the live. Like it was like
1: It's a grab. If I said adjacent, delete it's a grab she grabbed that bitch jaw there's no softness like Villanelle and I'm holding on to the lack of softness because it's all I have but she surely grabs that bitch jaw
0: well that's what we we said when we were describing all the weird faux scenes I was like there's no softness here this is like this is weird is what this is but yeah she scoots she brushes. She grabs. Now, did, did you moves? literally just compare
1: that to faux? I'm going to just leave it. I'm going to just leave it. You guys can write in. You hate mail. If you heard what I heard just now from Terrence, just write in.
0: Uh, we were talking about the lack of softness. As I said, much like there was no softness there. I do not think a lack of softness indicates how people
1: feel. I think Eve's actual disrespect and condescension of faux is what indicates where she is there. But I don't think you need to have soft sex for it to be sex that you enjoy. Or sex that you want to have, which is why I was like, that isn't the issue with Faux. The issue with Faux was that he exists and he's so basic and he doesn't make any sense. And he does anything Eve Plastry wants without getting anything from Eve Plastry. But the goodies and good though, they might be. It still doesn't math. But I don't think softness is an indication because Eve could have nothing soft with the lady in red and still have a way better time than she has with Faux. So when I heard you say that thing with Faux, I said, "Mm, not you trying to put Faux on the same level as Elaine. It disturbed me, which is why I requested hate mail.
0: Well, then keep the hate mail coming because I'm pretty sure somewhere <laughs> in my vagal of history of talking about Eve and leveling up with the Lady in Red, that once the Lady of Red is on, that foe was off. And but you're wrong. She's uh, been on with the
1: Lady in Red for two episodes. You see, foe?
0: No, I certainly saw foe this well, episode. Well, the intimacy is here, is what I'm saying, and I don't know if we've been. If there's been off screen intimacy. Oh, there's been off screen.
1: Literally, we had to look at that nasty shot that you pointed out to me of her
0: getting dressed and him in the bed. Not so... them intimacy. Her and Lady Red intimacy. We are here with the intimacy of Eve Clash and Lady Red. Possibly. It is almost on screen. It is almost text that they have the passions together. And once those passions start, once you are once you have squeaked out of the eighty nine and you're back in the eleven, then you don't need to go back to the eighty nine.
1: It's debatable. Do people go back? I mean, life trials and errors have shown the humans who have not been able to withstand, sadly for them.
0: So we see her. Yeah, she scoots over. The hair's brushed to the side. There is a, you say, grab. Yes, cheek grab and then there's some kisses.
1: Eve takes the initiative, as I sadly predicted she would, and she goes in for the kiss both times. So Ellen and Ellen reciprocate, so we can't just say they start kissing. No, it's Eve that starts the kissing. She has been aggressive. It is more than just a peck, sadly. I'm glad that I said, don't even show me this kiss. I don't even want to see what's happening in here. Mouth's closed, thank God. I don't want to see anything, Jaunty. And they dare doing that for like a second or two or three. Eve pulls out. And then that bitch go back in. And that's what really no, did it for she me. No, did, right. Was the coming out. Her saying, you have no idea. With that jaunty fucking look that was reminiscent of her dropping her knees for Nico. I said, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Sandra, Oh. This is what you're doing for Eve, Melan. And then she goes back in for another jumpy kiss. And then the scene
0: gets even worse because even it worse. is splicing. I was surprised in the moment. It started to splice shots of Villanelle in Cuba. With and traffic telepathy. Right, there is disruption in the force. Right. There's a disturbance. There's something. Something. Something's, something's amiss. Something's off. Something's wrong. And it's almost as if she could feel the pain.
1: Villanelle's face was given annoyance. I don't know if I got pain from Jodie's face there. I got contemplative. I got annoyed. I got pissed off, potentially. I did not get pain. Maybe all those things are wrapped up into Carolyn and what she's doing. But I will say that the sapphic force let her know that Eve had mounted another hoe that wasn't her. And it sent bad vibes through her body. She's like, what's this? What's Eve doing? I wonder what Eve's doing right now. You know, she's probably on that bullshit. Something tells me right now that Eve is (laughs) on her bullshit. And she pondered as she looked off to the sky. And I hope that means that we are going back to England. Like, we are going back we are leaving Cuba and we are going to England to find a one-eve pilastry and see what the fuck that bitch is up to. No, you need to ask right? ledge, your boss, but then again, Villanelle, what are we doing? Because this was another mission Ellen sent you on. You did not complete it. You didn't even come close to completing it. This is just like Rianne. And I'm sure Ellen <laughs> is right now. She's like, you know what? Oh my God, what if she does something to Villanelle to get back at Eve and like manipulate Eve? Because at this point, is Villanelle going to get any repercussions for not doing as she's told? She's... The last episode said, no one leaves the twelve. I don't believe that shit. But she said it. She said it. And so Villanelle didn't do the job. She didn't kill Carolyn. And it seems like the job was Carolyn versus Tolis dude. If She kills Tolis dude. If the job was Tola's dude, my bad. I guess we'll find out. But if the job was Carolyn, she didn't do it. No, right. Carolyn's alive. She's in Berlin. And surely someone has sent Elena a text to be like, yo, this bitch Carolyn just arrived in Germany. What the fuck? So, oh my God. Villanelle's probably really in danger. And I already theorized that Villanelle was in danger because of Eve. But now this is... It's doing something else. So because... now she's in
0: danger because of the. No, 12? she's in
1: danger because of both. She's in danger because she has double crossed Ellen. And Ellen is like, I've completely run out of ways to try and control you. She has not tried Eve Palastri. And Eve, I mean, she's doing whatever the fuck she wants. And Ellen has found the one thing to get a reaction out of this hoe, and that's Villanelle. She's dropped mm. her name twice, and both times in the episode, Stop. she saw right, Eve like right, right, right. she literally froze. She, she so did. I just feel like Ellen is gonna be like two birds, one stone, like a deer in headlights. You are right, two birds, one stone. I'm a fuck you up, Villanelle, because a bitch needs to learn that you can't fuck with me repeatedly and not pay and then also fuck up eve i don't know how it's gonna happen but i just feel like it's not like at first i was thinking she's gonna play these two against each other but the way it's just gone with villanelle not being back on the 12 she basically fucked off the job and is what gonna hang out in cuba until shenanigans or Alen shows right, up right. to be like yo bitch didn't i give you a job to do not you just living off the 12 money and not doing anything but ideally she's living off eve's money that she stole from the hotel <laughs> and not Alen's money because i don't know if Alen would not be acting smartly if she paid her ahead of time. Like, if she was like, here's 100% of the payment.
0: Oh, right. So hopefully, uh, right. That, uh, maybe she gave half. Right. So that went the to the exchange place and was like, I need all this cash. I and- need these <laughs> pounds. Yep. Thank you. Right. And she's like, I'm gonna make a day of this. I'm gonna make a week of this. I'm gonna make a month of this. Yeah. I bet that those
1: pounds translated into a number of uh, Cuban pesos Mm. because I feel like it's a fraction of a cent. Because I feel like a peso is like a fraction of a penny, but like less than half of a penny.
0: Oh, no. So you got
1: hella pesos. If you're coming in there with pounds, with the exchange
0: rate, but yeah. Yeah. Well, current is about almost almost $32. So 32 pesos for one pound, about. So 32 to one. So yes, half of a half of a penny. Well, Villanelle hopefully will buy some more clothes while she's
1: in Cuba before the lady in red shows up but yeah that's how we ultimately end this episode is that she's staring out of a window contacted by the sapphic force knowing mm-hmm. that eve is inveigled in shenanigans and hopefully it calls our girl back to england from cuba after she's had a sufficient holiday to check in on her girl and see what to go on and i guess at that point whatever's gonna happen happens maybe it happens in cuba maybe it happens in london
0: right but
1: the episode after that presumably is eve begging for forgiveness so something cataclysmic without a doubt happens in next episode which makes you feel like it happens like at the very end especially because people said that the whole episode is essentially carolyn and laws and constant
0: and, and whoever right All of those people said, yeah unnamed uh, uh, people. maybe that one guy uh, that uh, who? he said what was it andreas or whatever andreas. maybe he's whatever. right right the, the way way I, I don't care about no, emmy's no, house i know jeez None of this sounds Whatever. like Bill and Eve, which is like, come the on. End. The end. of the episode. Yes, we have made it to the end of this episode. So like we were saying in the beginning, right, like there were locations. People went places. People faced off. People paired up, you know. There were missions. Some of them were failures. Some of them was just successes. But at the same time, it was like, right, there were even sapphic moments. But at the same time, for, for all of those things to be in this episode, it still felt like it wasn't a lot that went on. It was like three solid
1: places and then stretching out lines that plausibly could have been condensed because half those lines didn't have actual information that we needed. Just part of it was filler, actually. And so I really enjoyed Carolyn in Villanelle because, of course... But that was the most enjoyable of it. Eve and Ellen were interesting at times, pissing me off at other times, but there wasn't much. We didn't really get anywhere with Pam, truly. Didn't really get anywhere with Lars, truly. Didn't learn anything explosive from Tolis Dude. So here we are, one step closer to the end of the series. And... <laughs> I guess. I guess. Not complete a preview, but I remember some of what was in there. It looks like Villanelle is still in Cuba and she's still being fed great food <laughs> by Benita. <laughs> Thank you, Benita. We see Faux asking Eve if she has someone in her room. And while I wish she did, she definitely does not, Faux. She does not, but I guess he's feeling away. In the preview, we see Benita telling Villanelle she knows about her masandry crimes because she found that finger under the bed. And I'm like, girl, that's how I know the forensics got you fucked up. Not a finger under the bed. This is what I said about Villanelle not cleaning up the scene, not the crime. She's not gun. Gun leaves no forensic evidence. All right. Villanelle leaves fingers under the bed. How'd so. that get in there? <laughs> no, she knows. She let it roll. She probably kicked it under the bed. She doesn't give a fuck. We also see Constantine complaining about an ear infection I guess because Pam pushed him into the sea. And I said, good for you. Speak differently to women, Constantine, if you don't want them to throw you into the sea. And, oh, there's a shot of Villanelle with some money. I hope it's Eve's money. I hope That it's, we see her doing right. shopping with Benita or something to do with Benita. And we also see additional scenes of Eve talking to Faux and Elen. Not really show what's going on with her and elaine or her info but it seems like she sees elaine at least twice in the next episode so they are still on their shenanigans i suppose eve is like i found whatever because they're going on a race so we will see what comes of this race at the end, but yeah, I think things are going to level up once again between Eve and Elaine, and possibly not in a good way. That will involve Villanelle, per my last muse next episode. But yeah, that's it. All that right.
0: episode four. It's Agony and I'm Ravenous. A line that we were looking forward to see who says, but we already mentioned that Carol says portion of the line. No one says the full line, so yeah, we are. We had a curve breaker episode. Oh, I guess hit up the inbox let us know what your thoughts were on this episode. You already know how to reach out to the plasteries here, <laughs> so that's at, hey, you guys, all word at wowowvilanelle.com. Well, well, you can reach out to us on Instagram at wowowvilanelle well, well, or the Twitter if that is your method of preference at wowvilanelle. Well, Big facts. So that about does it for this week's recap. Until the snack episode, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. And Laura, what the fuck are you doing? Netflix and chill. Netflix and chilling and patty. Right.
1: really? Dr. Bell. I'll be running each other now with no <laughs> please, please, next episode, the we trust. Oh, it's like totally murder